0: Today, I'm delighted to quiz Mark Powell, PhD, about his book, The Fifth Phase, an insight-driven approach to business transformation. Mark's book talks about how AI technologies may have the power to deliver game-changing insights that will transform how businesses understand customers and reveal new opportunities. So, Mark, everyone likes a bit of game-changing these days. Why is yours a revolutionary new approach to business transformation?
1: I think it's a revolutionary approach because people just aren't doing it. Um, I think it's not that there's something new in that book in a way that no one's ever thought about, but I don't think people have applied it properly. So I wrote the book, quite frankly, out of frustration, uh, having spent the last 10 years trying to help a vast variety of organisations um, develop analytics and drive outcomes, I got frustrated because they weren't very good at it. So I wrote the book to really say, actually, look, this is how you need to think about this if you want to drive outcomes out of it. So it's a game changer, I think, because men, when people look at analytics and AI, they still generally look at it as technology. I mean, look at the, <coughs> the recent um, thing at, at Bletchley this week, oh, uh, you know, AI is going to destroy the world. There will be no jobs left, says Elon Musk, who's completely wrong anyway. But that's the problem. And the problem with the revo- the, the, why it's revolutionary is because I'm trying to get away from the technology side of this. AI is not about tech, the tech is given. AI, what it's really about is how can we leverage it? How can we use it to transform our organizations and our world for the better? Um, but to do that, we have to think about it really quite differently to how everyone's currently thinking about it. And I think that's where the revolution is, that we've got to actually look at AI analytics and data as a business transformation opportunity, not as a technology opportunity.
0: You talk a lot about insights into customers and so on, and for people in marketing in particular, do you think there are opportunities right there, right now, from AI that aren't being reached for those reasons you've just given?
1: Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> where would, yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, where do you start with the, the possibilities? Um, I've always been slightly um, enamoured by Disney's concept of imagineering. And, and Analytics and AI is about imagineering at its best. It's about saying... What if you could? What if I could know that? What would it do? I had a very interesting conversation with the CEO um, uh, several years ago. um, And I got interested in the idea around how much do you know as a concept? And I said to him, so across all of your business, whether it's your customers, your supply chain, your employees, your environment, out of 100% perfect information, perfect insight on everything, how much do you reckon you've got as a company? And he thought, he goes, well, I haven't a clue. But, yeah, maybe 65 70% said, so if I could give you 72 or 73 percent, what's that worth to you? And he thought about it, and he thought, that would shift my share price. right? So the point around this is, and the point around Insight, is we've spent many years coming data up. So we spent billions and billions um, of dollars and pounds in the last 10, 15, 20 years building data lakes and largely drowning in them. If you look at the Gartner surveys, they'll tell you that 75 to 85 to 90 percent of all big data programs fail to deliver return on investment. Why? Because they get obsessed with data. I'm not interested in data. I'm interested in what if I could know A, B, C, D. Now, I can't always guarantee I could, but with the latest generation AI and analytics capability, I could probably answer a lot of things that you don't think are possible. So the question is, if you start thinking around, start from the other end, what are the levers that could drive outcomes, whether that's better customer, um, yeah, finding customers, serving customers, delivering the right products, stocking the right products, and then say to myself, okay, could I build that insight? Can I use analytics to build the insight? And then do I have the data and can I get the data to do it? So I think you've got to go completely the other way around, not going data up where you go, here's the data, what do you want to do with it? Because what happens is those who own the data don't care about what you can do with it. Those who care about what you can do it have no idea what to do with the data. So I think ultimately what AI is about is we've got to come at it from the other side of the equation, from understanding what shifts the share price down to what if I could down to analytics and then sorting the data out we've been doing it the other way around
0: yes and you speak in the book about this concept of the known unknowns and the unknown unknowns and so on and you think that effectively thinking your way around um, will help with a bit of help from AI will reveal those unknowns
1: I think um not necessarily all of them but yeah quite a lot absolutely um if I look at, I'll give you a random example. Again, it's in the book, but it's kind of where my my journey started and my background, I'm a utility guy, right? Now, everybody listening will be aware that one of the biggest challenges in the water industry is leaks. You know, we still leak roughly 30% of the water underground and people whiz around, they listen to it. And when it leaks above ground, they think there's a leak there. So the question I had was, could I identify and find a leak with data and analytics and AI? No one knew if it was possible or not, but truth is, yeah, you can actually. Because if I link all the right data together and build some very clever machine learning analytics, I can actually take all the, the data from the network that's, and I can basically map it and identify and locate leaks quite accurately. Um, now that was a known, unknown or unknown, known as it was both of them because effectively, no one actually knew if you could do it to link the the, the, the flow and pressure data on the network and then identify leaks that you can't even see through the information, in the analytics. So yes, I think you can do amazing things with that people haven't even considered. Another example in the book is a company in the US I've worked with, um, and they've developed some of the most amazing AI um, to effectively link every known drug to every known morbidity in the human condition, to repurpose drugs ten times quicker than a drug companies can do it. Right? Those are, and that is absolutely, you know, unknown knowns and known unknowns. So yes, I think the opportunity around AI we've barely touched it, and the problem is people get obsessed with, you know education mutant algorithms, or they get obsessed with, um, you know, facial recognition and racial profiling by CCTV cameras, whatever. That's the noise in the system. You know, things like repurposing drugs could save millions of lives, millions. So the opportunities around this are just so much bigger. The challenge, I think, at the moment is everyone's getting very, oh my god, AI is going to destroy the world. And I think it's missing the point. AI is going to change the world and we're not going back any more than we're going back and going to turn the internet off tomorrow.
0: For people listening in, then, uh, you might want to read the chapter in particular on the Bio Vista story, which is fascinating. That's the one you were talking about there. And uh, also, my eyes were, can my eyes boggle about the Situation Center, the, the piece that's happening in central government at the moment? Fascinating stuff in the book. So I wanted to talk about one of your chapter titles, Leaving the Tool O Sphere. And I felt a thread running through the book is something like, don't get incrementally better become actively different is that a fair assessment and for marketers what does that mean
1: I, I think it, it kind of links back to kind of what I was talking about a little while ago around kind of an imagineering side of things I think when you come um, for, for a lot for a lot of organizations it's become about digital and tools and tech and you know putting in data platforms and putting in all the rest of it and it's become a technology issue and they people got stuck in tools and tech and then hoping stuff will come out at the other end um All that will ever do, fundamentally, within that world, you're you're what I call the fourth phase in reality, which is you're playing with data, but ultimately you're still going to be driving efficiencies. Automation, right? We all know that you can't speak to a human being in call centres anymore. Very frustrating. It has saved companies billions because they just fire people or remove them from the call centres. But that's just efficiency. It's taking costs out. There's only so much cost you can take out. And guess what? All your competitors are doing the same thing. What you've really got to do is say, what if I could know things that I don't know and my competitors don't know? That's being different. That's reimagining the organization. And for me, a lot of this, and and why I think it's about transformation, is around reimagination of an organization, what it could be and how it could be different. Um, The Estee Lauder example, which is in the book, I mean, that was very much around reimagining how you might be able to access customers you don't know and get to them with targeted marketing to generate increased customers. It was a reimagining of what was possible. So for me, I'm thinking the tool sphere is, is not helpful. It's data up. It's tech up. We've got to say, what if I could and reimagine and say, actually, how do I change my organisation, make it completely different to my competitors? That's much more interesting.
0: Well, we're out of time already, would you believe? Um, It remains for me to say thank you so much to Mark Powell for writing his book, The Fifth Phase, an insight driven approach to business transformation published by LID Business Media. And of course, it's available on Amazon and from all good bookshops. Thank you, Mark. And that brings the Strand Review of Books to a close for 2023, folks. We'll be back with more books and authors in 2024. Thank you for listening.